Oh, we're in August. I'm sorry. I was looking at the dates. Like, wait, hang on. This doesn't add up. <laughs> no, dude. I don't know what month it is. So whatever. I'm just rolling with it. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast. Your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. I guess you could say that our anticipation levels are mega high. You could say that. Spawn density just went from wimpy, wimpy, wimpy to hefty, hefty, hefty. Well, wrap me up in some leaves and call me Swadloon. Wake me up when September starts, because wow, there's a lot to look forward to. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast, episode 108. Eight. It's August 25th, yet another Tuesday evening. We have eight minutes left of Geodude Spotlight Hour, and my phone <laughs> is face down. I checked four of them. My name is Chris. I'm your host, and with me, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, how many Geodude did you catch? I don't know, like, like 20, something yeah, like that. That's actually yeah. pretty good for what you and I usually do on these spotlight hours, since we're usually getting ready for this. So one to three is is the usual for the spotlight <laughs> hour. It's a wide swing. It's a wide swing. Anyway, before we get started here, quick shout out to a brand new patron. Thank you to Ashley. Thank you very much for your patrons. We hope that you're enjoying the Discord and uh, glad to have you. Okay, but we set some goals last week, Kyle. We did. Yeah, we have a, a habit of doing that, which is good. It's a good habit. Last week. You set a goal for yourself. One of what was it? Three, four. Yes. You had four. Four. Uh oh. Yeah, you had you had four. Oh no. Okay. okay. You wanted to catch the new raid boss, which we found out was Heatran. <sighs> yeah, I did that. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I was there. I saw it happen virtually. Two hundred thousand Stardust. Yes, I did that. Oh, okay. Catch Cottony and evolve it. No. Okay. I caught that's... a handful. I caught, you know, three or four more, but not enough to evolve one. I feel like one cottony is about the mass of a single handful, though. So, no, cottony is exceptionally tiny. Oh, is I it? had no idea. I think it's big it, and fluffy. It, but I thought it's like, hang on. How, Do they how, range? How, how, in how big is its? How big is its size? Hang on. You can look it up. But while it you're is point two five meters, so oh, it's, it's like about ten inches. Oh, so not not too much of a wee baby, but no, enough. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sizes aside did you catch a sawaddle i did i caught oh, like great. two or three so awesome okay that's three out of four for you all right for me i wanted to catch the new braid boss and i did do that it was Ugh. heatran hardly <laughs> new yes i'm really happy that i didn't say and if it's shiny i'd like to get a shiny because i just don't want to do any more heatran i'm, I'm pretty much done me neither yeah max a volbeat i did that that was nice finish that i also maxed my 98% shiny Genesect this week, more or oh. less for like the the laughs in a particular the conversation lulls. we were having in Discord. Um, and it hurt, but I'm proud to say I'm still over 1 million Stardust. So for me, that's a win. I mean, you were going to have to do it eventually. You just stole a goal from future you. That's all. That's true. Yes. Ha <laughs> ha. Me. Gotcha again. 300,000 Stardust was my last and third goal. And I'm pretty sure I got around it, but I'm not too confident. So I'm going to say no. Um, I powered up too many things for me to really go back and kind of <laughs> you know redo my math over and over again i think i missed one screenshot i would have needed to do that so i'm gonna say two out of three and uh just call it a day on that one but you know what that's okay none of us got zeros 
that's what I really come into these episodes looking for, you know? Yeah, this this is true. No, no zeros. Yeah, we have a really high bar for excellence here. Anyway, why don't we roll right into the news? Hey there, GoCast listener. So what we're going to be talking about in this episode is the information that we had at the time of recording. Um, and now lots of information has come out about uh, today, in fact, that I'm editing this on this Thursday that there's lots of information about raid tiers and how those are going to work. We have more information about megas now. So just a quick heads up that some of the information we're going to be covering here, there are some spots and gaps where Kyle and I mentioned that we don't know all the details yet, but we do now here in the future. So you can look forward to a more comprehensive and especially post hands-on experience um, from the two of us next episode. So we also made the mistake of neglecting to mention the winners of the voting for the community days coming up. And it was, of course, Charmander and Porygon. So while my heart bleeds for Caterpie, we can all look forward to uh, the Porygon community, a new shiny and exciting new move for Charmander as well. Okay, enough interruptions. Back to the show. Speaking of a high bar of excellence, we had the distinct pleasure of revisiting the Dragon Week, the one from Ultra Unlock, the first one, that special research. It came out again as timed research like it was the first time for this past week. And it's, well, it's finished now. I've been done with it. Kyle, you finished yours again, right? No, it's not done. I'm on like, oh. the last step or the second to last step. Okay. Did you get anything cool from it were any of your dinos maybe green no i i think i have one more dino coming after this but no my first one was not green okay well mine was not green but it was 100 percent. what that's yeah, I got, great i got a 100 percent dino yeah i was talking with a friend of the show and listener greg and he was like did you catch that because he's from the local area he's like, did you catch that or did you get that from gbl and i was like i didn't get it from gbl it must have been caught it's like you didn't call it out and i was like oh, i don't I, no, I, I don't think I did. And then I realized while I was getting ready for the show today, it was because of this special research. I was like, oh, well, that's the only way I would have gotten one, I guess. I wasn't confident and I caught it 100% in the wild. There's no way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be astronomical. Anyway, what am I supposed to do with it, Kyle, really quick? Before we move on, can you answer my question? I'm a listener now. Do I max it? What do I do? Uh, I mean, Hydreigon's not bad. Like, it's, okay. it's a good Pokemon, but mm. like, is it actually worth it? But he's not a bug. Yeah, and as a dragon type, he's like like tenth or something like that. Even okay. farther, it's like fifteenth. So yeah, but it's more it's more there. like for the flex. You know what yeah, I mean? But it's not shiny. Who cares? Are you really just gonna are you gonna, are you gonna are you gonna I flex care. the hundred percent hydro? Yeah, they're like, oh so what of it? He's not shiny. I'll be like, hit yeah. a praise. Uh, like, you know what? Uh, I stand uh, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. <laughs> as a dark attacker, he's he's pretty all right. Oh, that's exceptional. Okay, cool. Well anyway. Yeah, that special research happened. Hope everybody got a fair and nice and fun chance to go through, uh, get two more Dino and a Dratini and something else. I can't remember <sighs> what it was in there, but they readjusted the quests that they were more doable. There was only one that was, I would put air quotes, difficult, and it was just win a raid. It wasn't participate. It was win mm -hmm. a raid, um, but that's pretty doable. It's not like win 10. You know, it's just one. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. But anyway. Let's move on to the next piece of news here. There was a community note. It was added to a previous community note. This was an update to that, uh, where they were talking about spawn locations and changes in basically, you know, where Pokemon are spawning, how often they show up, and how many there are in density. So this update was posted today, 825, 2020. 
And it reads as such, as the world changes in real time, so do the locations where Pokemon can appear around you. Locations where Pokemon can be found could change as often as every month, reflecting efforts by trainers to explore the world around them and interact with the world of Pokemon Go. Now, these spawn changes have been implemented already, and I know at my place of living, where I'm at, there was at least four or five extra spawn points added uh, to the pool I already have now. So from my perspective and from reports I've seen all around, while the language isn't specific, I believe this translates to more spawn points, more spawn density, kind of on a global scale, based on what I've seen. Now, again, this just came out today, so that could be wrong. <laughs> it's just what I've seen. Kyle, have you had any experience seeing any new spawns or anything like that? I wasn't able to pay good enough attention before the Geodude hour kicked in. But from what I saw, it did look like there was more, just not... Yeah distinguishable for me okay well hopefully we'll be able to weigh in on that more um confidently next week between the two of us i'm hoping so because we only had like <laughs> a few hours to really check it out <laughs> and one of them was a spotlight hour so <laughs> no thanks yeah we have two large pieces of news that we're going to work through today the first one is going to be kind of a, a grander overall look and then something is a very exciting feature that we're very very thrilled to dig into this next piece is the September update. This is going to be broken down into a number of sections. We'll kind of work through these and then we'll stop in the interesting stuff and talk about it. September research breakthrough from Tuesday, September 1st, 2020 at 1 p.m. to Thursday, October 1st, 2020 at 1 p.m. PDT. Alolan Raichu, the mouse Pokemon, will be available as a research breakthrough encounter. If you're lucky, you might even encounter a shiny one, a.k.a. Chocolate Bunny, Chocolate Bunny. <laughs> so uh, Alolan Raichu for the next breakthrough thoughts feelings meh yeah i yeah. I, I like alolan raichu don't get me wrong but i like to do alolan raichu raids they're fun they're soloable it's it's a good time i think so. but but the other side of the coin though i think that this is a, a good uh, step in the right direction because it is a a raid gated to pokemon this is true i think it should have been alolan marowak but obviously he has had time in the the sun lately so that's true also i think that alolan raichu is a from like an overall like strategic approach it, it fills the same slot they could have put alolan marowak in it and it would set the same precedent that alolan raichu is setting right well i only say that because you can't solo an alolan marowak but you can solo an alolan raichu right for sure and i would say that's probably like the only difference obviously than them mm -hmm. being the pokemon that they are right <laughs> yeah it's a good precedent though potentially yeah, definitely. I think it's it's interesting. Uh, but uh, legendaries, please. Cool. All right. Anyway, uh, there's going to be different raid bosses each week. Well, these are the five-star raid bosses. I'm sure that the raid boss pool may or may not change. We haven't got confirmation one way or the other. But from Friday, August 21st at 1 p.m. to Thursday, September 10th at 1 p.m. PDT, Heatran will be available to challenge in five-star raids. Currently is the case. You can see Heatran in five-star raids. We just belabored that point at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. From Thursday, September 10th at 1 p.m. to Friday, September 18th at 1 p.m. PDT, Cresselia will be available to challenge in five-star raids. The Bananager, if you will. <laughs> from Friday, September 18th at 1 p.m. to Friday, September 25th at 1 p.m. PDT, Articuno will be available to challenge in five-star raids. Articuno can be shiny, by the way. Cresselia can also be shiny. Oh, and if you didn't know, Heatran can also be shiny. 
And lastly, from Friday, September 25th at 1 p.m. to Friday, October 2nd at 1 p.m., PDT Zapdos will be available to challenge in five-star raids and can also be shiny. There will also be a raid hour every Wednesday at 6 p.m. local time. I have a complaint, Kyle. Yes. Can you tell what my complaint is before I even say it? Um, is the complaint that you don't want legendary birds? No, my complaint is that if we're going to have the legendary birds, why leave out only Moltres? As a oh, Valor player, I am upset. Hang on now, because I have a comment, and that's, I guarantee you, the first week in October is going to be Moltres. They right, just okay. can't say it here because you're right. September. But let me be mad now. I mean, okay. All right. That's fine. I'm angry. That's it. That's all I got to say. I'm not actually angry. You're, you're 100% correct. And even if they don't, it's really not the end of the world. It's not like they have exclusive moves. It's not anything. It's not like I don't have 30 of each of these already, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, let's be honest. They're not targeted at us specifically the birds not targeted at us those are targeted at people who have just started playing and didn't go to go fest who want the legendary birds for the pokedex and that's totally fine being here for a week that's fantastic this is a great this is a great step forward right here even if i don't care about any of these legendaries yes i would agree with 100 i do have my eyes on chrysalia for that week though i will say Mm -hmm. that Maybe, but you, a little you, can't, bit. you can't get a PvP Cresselia from raids without trading and getting lucky. So I want that shiny. Okay, you know, good luck. Good luck. It's a good looking shiny. But anyway, let's move along to the spotlight hours that are listed also for September. Tuesday, September 1st, Eevee will be in the spotlight and you'll earn twice the experience for catching Eevee. That's an interesting one. That'll be kind of fun for players that have yet to do their full evolution suite, as it were. That's a good time to catch candy. Tuesday, September 8th, Houndour will be in the spotlight, and you'll earn twice the candy for catching Pokemon. I feel like those two should be swapped. There should be extra candy for Eevee, and that's just me. Anyway, Tuesday, September 15th, Tentacool will be in the spotlight, and you'll earn twice the candy for transferring Pokemon. Put that in your calendar, Chris, while you're editing this. Okay, I will. Thanks, Chris. Tuesday, September 22nd, Spiro will be in the spotlight, and you'll earn twice the experience for evolving Pokemon. And lastly, Tuesday, there's five of these, September 29th, 2020, Skitty will be in the spotlight and you'll earn twice the Stardust for catching Pokemon. Spotlight hours are every Tuesday at 6 p.m. local time for those that are uninitiated, I suppose. Any of these pop out to you at all, Kyle, or not at all? I mean, I would like a shiny tentacool and yeah. hour, but like, sure. no, I don't care at all. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. I'm interested in hunting maybe another shiny Skitty and the uh, the twice the Stardust for catching is always good. But like we've said in the past, we we're always prepping for the show right before. Even if I wasn't prepping, I would not care about these just because they still have the same base shiny rate. It's still one in 400 or whatever it is, you know, one mm-hmm. If it was like, you know, go fest rate one in 100 even, that would be really compelling because you have a, a believable chance of getting a shiny in that hour. An hour is not a lot of time to target. So it's just, it's not for me. It's the spotlights are not for me and that's okay. I don't, I don't ever feel bad about that. I understand. And I respect that. I do. Uh, But I I also do want to get a shiny tentacles. So maybe I'll do some (laughs) catches on that day, but I'm holding my breath. I'll remind you. Thank you. Appreciate that. There's going to be a new sort of event this upcoming month 
called Go a Battle Night. On Thursday, September 24th from 6 p.m. to 11.59 p.m. local time, you'll receive twice the Stardust for winning battles, completing sets of battles, and ranking up in the Go Battle League. You'll also be able to complete 20 sets of Go Battle League battles, up from the regular five sets for a total of up to 100 <laughs> battles. So from 6 oh, p.m. Geez. onward, you have six hours to binge Go Battle League matches to earn that sweet, sweet Stardust up to 100 ranked battles, which is nuts. <laughs> um, that is so many. That's a lot of Go Battle League to do in, in one chunk, though. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It sure is. And also, just kind of like it as a side note, is JBL in a, in a spot where they want to do this? I'm surprised, I hope, to be honest with you. I hope so. This, this is a lot of Go Battle League to be expecting from people. That said, this is really cool. I like this. Oh, it's, yeah. I think it's, it's a exciting. great it's a great event. And to me, this seems like a, a, a vote of confidence for that feature. So maybe there's some fixes coming along before September 24th that they're so confident in that they still went ahead with this anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is awesome. So anyway, another piece of exciting news in September is that we're getting Victini special research. At the end of September, you can look forward to helping Professor Willow uncover the mysteries of the mythical Pokemon Victini, the victory Pokemon, in a new special research story called Investigate a Mysterious Energy. If you access the exclusive Pokemon Go Fest 2020, Rocket Straight to Victory special research during Pokemon Go Fest 2020, completing this new special research will earn you Victini candy. That's awesome. Uh, you know, I completely forgot that we were waiting for that after GoFest for the general public because they usually hey. retrofit the mythical for everybody. Hey, it's better than last time where you're like, you know what? This is dropping next week, guys. I guarantee it. <laughs> that was, it was two like, years ago. That wasn't it last was, year. And then it was like six or seven, seven weeks later. Yeah. It, that Fair Celebi, enough. they yeah, they had me on a line with that one for sure. I was like <laughs> so ready to believe it was coming out the next week because why wouldn't it? And they're just like, yeah couple of months you know take whatever that's fine take our time yeah yeah cool cool <laughs> and then lastly jessica and james might be blasting off soon great job keeping team go rocket balloons at bay trainers we're getting word that jesse and james may no longer appear in pokemon go starting on september 30th so if you haven't battled them yet keeping out for that meowth balloon before they make their escape i've had my fill of jesse and james i think they're great because you get two in one balloon Exactly. I was going to say that's the actual thing is getting two in one balloon is actually really exciting. Yes. Yes. They also have a team that you can take out with one Pokemon for both of them without changing anything, which is great. So (laughs) true. True that. So, yeah, I mean, I've been kind of like on the download, still working on my rocket badge and rocket metal rather. So these these balloons, every single time I see one, I've been clicking them. So I'll be kind of sad to see them go by. But I also have done so many that I'm okay with them leaving. (laughs) So anyway, Kyle, this is the big one. This is the big one. Mega Evolution is coming to Pokemon Go. And while that phrase might not be new, what if I told you that that day was now? (laughs) (laughs) We've known this has been coming for a long time, but today's the day, as it were, or rather the day that this is released and when you might be listening to it. So I don't want to say that because you might not be listening to it on the day of release. But anyway, here is the release information. It starts with trainers. It appears Mega Evolution has made its way to the world of Pokemon Go. It was observed in some regions, including the Kalos region, that certain Pokemon could reach an additional evolutionary stage and gain incredible power for a limited time in battle. This became known as Mega Evolution. 
After some research, Professor Willow has documented some notable differences in how Mega Evolution works in the world of Pokemon Go. We've been talking about this for months. How are they going to do it? Years, technically. Yeah. Officially. (laughs) Yes. And so this is this is how they're going to break down the system and implement it. Just so everybody knows, Mega Evolution in the main series games is you can only do one per battle. It, It does not persist after the battle. It's only during the battle and uh it's it's a temporary stage that's pretty much it that's how that's how it works so how are they gonna do this in pokemon go let's find out so starting with what we know about mega evolution so far in pokemon go select pokemon can mega evolve using a newly discovered resource called mega energy you can collect this mysterious substance by completing mega raids which are raid battles that feature mega evolved pokemon it seems the faster you defeat a raid boss the more mega energy you'll receive for that pokemon you can mega evolve any of your Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise, and Beedrill once you have enough of their corresponding mega energy. Some of these Pokemon are appearing in mega raids as well. After you've mega evolved a Pokemon, the mega energy required to mega evolve that specific Pokemon will decrease from then onward. Please note that Shadow and Clone Pokemon cannot be mega evolved. Keep in mind that you can have only one mega evolved Pokemon at a time. If you Mega Evolve another Pokemon, it appears that the first Mega Evolved Pokemon will revert back to its original form. To help you keep track of all the Pokemon that can Mega Evolve and the ones that you've successfully Mega Evolved, you can check out the all-new Mega Pokedex. Check it out in your Pokedex now. Interesting. There's a lot to break down, and Kyle and I are going to circle back. We're just going to cover some more details first, so don't think we're just breezing by because there's there's so much to unpack. (laughs) There's a lot to think. Yeah. This next <laughs> no section way. is explore with your Mega Evolved Pokemon. Mega Evolved Pokemon in the world of Pokemon Go stay in their Mega Evolved forms for a limited time, even outside of battle. That's a different caveat from the main series games right there. While your Pokemon is Mega Evolved, try doing the following with it. Battle and Raids. All other trainers Pokemon in the raid will receive an attack boost, and Pokemon whose attack types are the same type as any of the Mega Evolved Pokemon's types will receive an additional attack boost for those attacks. Please note that Pokemon can benefit from attack boosts from only one Mega Evolved Pokemon at a time. So, for example, if you Mega Evolved uh, Venusaur and it was Grass Poison, anybody who's using Grass or Poison type attacks will get an attack boost. Interesting. Battle in gyms. Note that Mega Evolved Pokemon can't defend gyms. They can just battle them. You could also battle Team Go Rocket. They don't say any specific special interaction, but there might be something. Battle your friends. Mega Evolved Pokemon are extremely strong. Note that Mega Evolved Pokemon currently cannot battle in the Go Battle League, but that might change in the future as we discover more about Mega Evolution. Make it your buddy to see it on the map, play with it, and feed it. Take a snapshot. Be sure to share those snapshots of your Mega Evolved Pokemon on social media using hashtag GoSnapshot. Cool. Cool. I think we knew some of these already. I'm really, I was really only interested in the things that had unique interactions. But uh, that's not all. Mm -hmm. We have a couple more things we're going to cover really quick. Mega bracelet avatar items available now. The mega bracelet was what allowed characters in the main series games to mega evolve in the first place. Uh, Avatar items inspired by mega bracelets are now available in the shop. Trainers in some regions wear mega bracelets to help their Pokemon mega evolve. But in the world of Pokemon Go, only mega energy is required. Feel free to wear one, but you don't need it for your Pokemon to be able to mega evolve, which is cool. I like the style choice. Mega Evolution themed special research is now available. What else can we discover about Mega Evolution? Be sure to open the app to access the new Mega Evolution themed special research, a Mega Discovery. 
Join Professor Willow as he learns about Mega Evolution. Plus, if you complete the special research, you'll be able to help Beedrill Mega Evolve by receiving Beedrill Mega Energy. <laughs> yes. Beedrill. Beedrill. Why Beedrill? They, they know we all have them. <laughs> right. Uh, there's a list of events uh-huh. we're going to cover, too. But let's go back and talk about the Mega Evolution system in general and the details that we just described. So I've been talking for a while here and I got to slip some of my opinions in. Kyle, where would you like to start and, and where do you have a, like a heavy opinion? Uh, I mean, we okay, start let's at the do top. It. Mega Raids. Mega Raids. The first thing worth mentioning. So Mega Raids, Mega Energy. It was one of the ideas that has tossed around. Mm-hmm. So at least some people yeah. are going to be right. <laughs> it was not my preferred choice. I'll go okay. with that. Uh, I, I am feel. okay with it. I think that's fine. I was kind of hoping that this sort of, okay. So, I mean, basically this implies you need the ener- mega energy, right? In order to mega evolve. And you can only get mega energy from mega raids. I was hoping that there would be other ways to get mega mm-hmm. energy, maybe not as efficient as going to raids and getting like a lump sum, but I was kind of hoping that maybe playing with a particular Pokemon might earn it or walking with it or something else too. So one thing that has me a little worried about the mega raids is I haven't had an opportunity to take any part in it, but the number of energy you get from a raid and how difficult the raids actually are, it's a big deal. If the raids are, you know, tier six raids, Mm -hmm. this looks a lot worse than if they're even tier five, tier four, something like that. And that's, that's, that's kind of it. Yeah, they don't imply what the tier is going to be. What mm-hmm. if it, what if it's a range? I think if it was going to be a range and break the rules, they would have mentioned that. I remember in a data mine from like two weeks ago, someone saying they read about another tier, but maybe that's just identifying it as mega rather yeah. than a difficulty. But either way, it it is what it is, and it's a shame that it's behind exclusively raids. That's my only thing. Yeah, and they do give us a free raid pass every day. Yeah. But but still, I understand where you're coming from. Because that's also where I'm coming from. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I just, I wanted there to be more uh, more avenues. Well, we got, a, we got another sticking point for me. You can mega evolve any of your Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise, and Beedrill. Four Pokemon. Well, right now. Right now. Wait, I... I, I know right now, clearly, oh, okay. <laughs> but that's just first off for Pokemon. There's like 39 mega evolutions or something mm-hmm. like that. And there's even more in Gen 1. Like they could have at least kept it to Gen 1 or something because a lot of people have a lot of favorite Pokemon in Gen 1. Right. But of the mega evolutions, because in a previous discussion that you and I had on a, on a different episode about some of the problematic mega evolutions like Mega Sableye and and other types, they were their Mega Evolutions come with some sort of caveat, some sort of special thing, some sort of special feature. And sometimes it's just that they're a better version of themselves. But other times it's they have a particular sort of mechanic that they get to abuse, right? Yeah. And that was the case with Sableye, right? Or Sableye, Mawile. There's a couple of them. There's several. Yeah. Of them, but but these four in particular don't have anything weird like that, and they seem like I mean, a good I mean, set of Pokemon to onboard us all with. But I mean, that's not strictly true. Charizard Y has a tough claw or whatever, which is just like a 50% attack increase in the main series right. games. And he's not going to have that here. But that's beside the point because the one of the following points is that they'll give a boost to same type Pokemon in battle. That alone 
is a big enough deal to bring another type of mega into a battle. That's true. That's true. That that's all. I just wanted to not glance over the fact that it's only those four and Beedrill is kind of a throw in because we had to <laughs> suffer through Weedle Community Day. I think it's also there because yes, we all have a bunch of Weedle and Weedle candy because of Weedle Community Day and potentially good Weedles in order to mega evolve, but also they didn't want to if they were going to release a small group, a small pod and the three starters are going to be in there obviously they needed to have something to put into the special research to show you how to do it that wasn't going to spoil one of them but like let me let me have a proposition here that also fulfills all of the categories ghastly ghastly (laughs) i knew it i had a community right after (laughs) we i'm sorry it's so easy to mention it's right there it's right there. <laughs> it would have been really funny if they had chosen a, like the, one of the two Pokemon that had lost the community day voting. It could have been Gyarados too. Another community we just had with a Mega Evolution. Now they can keep Mega Gyarados for a while. That's okay. We don't need it. Alakazam, another one. <laughs> we had a community day. <laughs> you see what I mean? I, I understand. I, mean, I understand. It would have been too much. It would have been too much for people. This is going to add a layer of complexity to this game that we've been asking for for a while. It's not going to make this a ridiculous complex game, right? But it is going to add another layer that we were all asking for for a while. And all of those all at once would be super overwhelming to the more casual. No, no. Player, I'm, saying, not I'm saying in place of Beedrill. You're, you're missing the point. It, oh, it I could see. be any one of those. And I think... I, I mean, the Gyarados makes sense. It's another wire type. They're not going to do that. Beedrill is just kind of funny because it's a bug type. And even with a crazy boost, bug type is not going to be that relevant because the rest of them are not as good. And there are better counters to stuff that is weak to bug. Look, just because that's right doesn't mean you have to say it. I'm okay. just I'm just being realistic. That's all. So <laughs> Mega Beedrill is cool. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's scary that's Pokemon, right. But... Have you seen how, how pointy he is? He's very pointy. <laughs> But, Am I wrong? He's you know, a pointy he's, boy. He is very pointy. Yes. But speaking we, of can't mega evolve, you can't mega evolve shadow and clone Pokemon. Okay, I think we pretty much knew that Good. was going to happen. Yes. Good. That's all. That I don't want to have to. Th- I don't want to have to think about it. But that means we can mega evolve purified Pokemon. Yes, I would assume so. That would fit the narrative very well. I wonder if the effect is going to stack. You mean like the purified damage boost against shadow Pokemon? No, the purified visual effect on your Pokemon. Oh, probably. Yeah, I, w- I would expect I hope too. so. I hope so. That'd be pretty sweet. But you can also only Mega Evolve one Pokemon at a time. That's the next thing here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's of no surprise It because it's temporary. That makes sense. If it was permanent and you had to switch one on and then off as a permanent state in order for you to switch another one on and off, I would just be frustrated with that but i would also understand but i like this temporary time limit thing better but like on the flip side it could have been permanent and if you turn on another one it just turns off the other one yeah it would be the same thing but either <laughs> way i be. get it limited is a understandable i just kind of would have rather had a bigger mega energy cost to unlock it permanently oh maybe since you can only have one anyways right but then they, they then you wouldn't be doing mega raids forever. They do mention that the amount of mega energy required to do the mega evolution decreases every single time you do it. So maybe it'll get to a point where it's so ridiculously cheap that it does not actually matter. That's not how I read it, though. 
How did you read it? What did you think? I read it as you do it once for the full price, and then after that, it will be at a reduced cost. Oh, so it's like an unlocked forward. price, and then you can unlock it for utility. Yeah. So like 100 energy makeup number to do it once, and then 55 energy to do it every time afterwards. Oh, yeah. Look at that. After you Mega Evolved a Pokemon, the Mega Evolved... Sorry, the Mega Energy required to Mega Evolve that specific Pokemon will decrease from then onward. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, you're right. That verbiage does imply that would be only a one-time decrease. So it's good. Well, it's only as good as, as how much of the decreases yeah. is. I would have rather had one bigger lump sum, but that's okay. It's it's not that big a deal, honestly. Yeah. Because where is this going to actually affect the game? You know, that's the big thing to to keep in mind. Right. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind and the largest impact is going to be GBL, but they mentioned outright that it's not going to be available in Go Battle League, at least not ranked. But in player versus player combat, sure. But like raids then is the other one. This is going to turn the short man raid meta on its head where relevant obviously it's only going to be relevant with the three starters currently but eventually giving all other pokemon in the raid a boost of attack oh it's huge they i will not be surprised to see a raid rebalance happen if something gets abused with this that they were not expecting but yeah, but I think that even still, even if people are are able to solo four stars, as long as they're not soloing five stars that aren't kind of fragile, like Genesect is soloable. Mm-hmm. If if people are soloing the Reggies with these things, then I would be upset with that if I were Niantic. But I think if you're going to spend the resources and it's a temporary thing in order to solo the four star, I actually think that that's healthier for the raid community. Yeah, I mean, maybe we'll see. We'll have to see the four star solo previously was already very heavily restricted you know you needed weather boost it needed to be four times restricted you need to have four or you need to have six maxed out counters time type of stuff so we'll see but it that will be a significant impact and it also will make it easier for people too people who have a hard time otherwise if someone brings a mega pokemon everything is easier for everybody yeah it's it's weird right because mega evolution could solve a lot of rural based problems right a stronger pokemon makes like you're saying makes the short man raid scene possible but in order to get there you have to raid i know it's a problem that i don't particularly like yeah but it's self-contained though i guess to its own thing but but now it becomes not self-contained when you realize you can use it against team go rocket gyms local pvp yeah. Which means that Sylph Cup is going to have to ban it outright, but whatever. <laughs> or choose not to for a, a cup to just see how it goes, gather I mean, their data. It's and only then... the starters. And like Venusaur is already pretty dominant, dominant in Great Charizard League. too. Well, Charizard is a little bit less so in Great League, at least. In Ultra League, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. But that will be interesting to see how Sylph Cup responds to that. So, oh, question before we move on to, and this is the most important question about this entire conversation, before we move on to what these events are that we're going to get, besides Beedrill, because we'll have to do it for the special research, I'm assuming, what Pokemon are you going to work towards Mega Evolving first out of the other three? Probably Venusaur. Venusaur, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going Charizard. Yeah. I'm going Charizard. Okay. X yep. or Y? Probably X. Okay. Probably X. Why? What was the wrong answer? Was it Y? Uh, I mean... They both have their... They, they both can be the wrong answer if you want them to be. They could also both be the right answer if you want them to be. But yeah, anyway... Just 
just don't bring Mega Charizard Y against any type of rock type. That's all. You got it. You got it. Okay, let's visit some of these upcoming events. I'm, I'm jazzed about these. You can look forward to a Mega September event, trainers. There will be three weeks of Mega Evolution themed events and features for you to enjoy. Keep a lookout for more details soon, but here is a look at what each week will be about. From Tuesday, September 1st to Monday, September 7th, your goal will be to complete as many Mega Raids as you can. Gather Mega Energy to Mega Evolve your Pokemon and feel like a hero in your raid battles. From Friday, September 11th to Thursday, September 17th, hone your battle skills with your Mega Evolved Pokemon. Take part in gym battles, team goal rocket battles, and trainer battles, excluding GBL battles, of course. And then from Tuesday, September 22nd to Monday, September 28th, become buddies with your Mega Evolved Pokemon and spend time with it. Be sure to take snapshots and share them with us on social media using hashtag go snapshot. I probably won't if I'm being honest with you. No, but I do like <laughs> I'll be honest. I actually do like looking through some of these hashtags sometimes and seeing what people do. The talent in the air community blows my mind. <laughs> every yeah, it's, time. it's quite good. Some of it's quite good. Yes. And then lastly, they close it out with now let's go and discover Mega Evolution together, trainers. So any love for these events, Kyle? What do you think? No, I, I couldn't care at all. I think the first one's going to be awesome. And depending on what sort of rewards or other details come out for the other two, I might be into the second week. But like what's there to, what's there to actually feel excited about? I want to do Mega Raids anyways. Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, they might pepper in extra mega energy for all of us to really? kind of like get on board and excited about it. No, so here, here's another reason. No, no, they can't Why not? do that. That's Why? such a bad precedent to start a feature with. Well, but it, it is. It would be if if all of the mega evolutions were available, but they're not. It's just the three starters and Beedrill, which you're going to get for free from the research, I think. But but my point is that if you start a feature with boosted anything everyone is going to be positive about it and then once that boost is taken away and the real rates are revealed people will not feel as good it's a very common tactic to be used in games in general honestly but the response from a marketing standpoint would be you get the hype up everybody's invested in the system and they're excited about it and then you take away that bonus but you introduce other options like other mega evolutions and then that hype has something new then to focus on i mean it no, just yeah, takes from a marketing longer. standpoint yeah but from like a gaming standpoint it's i don't like that idea it's exciting though it's very exciting Oh, I'm thrilled. I'm I'm so thrilled with uh, how this is. Okay, this isn't set up in the ideal way that I thought it was going to, but I'm not disappointed. I'm not sad about this. I'm excited to try it. I only have one thing to say. If I have to wait another two years for all of the Megas to be released, I will be very upset. If If the Megas get peppered into releases during events like Pokemon releases do, that's unacceptable in my eyes personally. And it's probably what's going to happen. I have another question for you. Okay. Do you think they redesigned the the mega system to have this resource? Well, first of all, they're a mobile game, so it makes sense to have to farm a resource. But do you think they did that so that this system could also translate in the future to like Gigantamax and Dynamaxing and other forms of transformation? I hope so. Given it's the first evidence of form transformation, I hope they use this for Kirim Black and Kirim White, which is literally just around the corner, hopefully. Yeah, that would be ideal. It seems actually like perfect time. Now that you mentioned that particular form change, that makes a lot of sense. But oh, anyway, we will talk more about this next week when we've had some hands-on opportunity and we can talk about it more intelligently. This is exciting. 
I hope that everybody listening is enjoying this feature. If you're able to get out and enjoy it at this moment and, uh, and wow, we'll come back to this. Don't you worry, but that's it for the news. We're going to skip over gear up this week because we talked a lot of technicality in the mega section. We made a, we made a joint decision. <laughs> we're just going to go right into Pokalore this week. So this week's Pokepole, we're talking about Swaddle, the sewing Pokemon, Swadloon, the leaf rat Pokemon, and Leaveny, the nurturing Pokemon. So first up, Swaddle. Swaddle is a caterpillar-like Pokemon. No, it is a caterpillar. <laughs> He's a fish. With a broad bitten leaf enfolding its head like a hood. Its large spherical head is an orange-yellow with two small close-together knobs on its forehead. Swaddle's eyes are black and circular, and its mouth has a downward-pointing crescent-shaped orange snout with a sharp tiny tooth at either end. <laughs> Idea at either end teeth sharp is that cute sharp teeth are cute okay yeah they can be yeah absolutely have you seen a possum possums are adorable they have sharp I, teeth i disagree but that's okay all right that's we, well in our upcoming nature podcast we can discuss <laughs> the cuteness of possums the underside between the snout and its neck is white its green body has three segments with a pair of stubby spherical orange legs on each segment swaddle makes itself leafy clothes using chewed up leaves and a thread-like substance it produces from its mouth, though Leveny tends to make its first set after hatching. By folding it over its face, its leafy hood is used to help hide it from enemies, whether awake or asleep. I don't think that does a very good job. It has been shown to eat berries, but when food is scarce, it will eat its leafy clothing as an alternative. <laughs> Ooh, yikes. Okay. That's pretty funny. That's pretty Can we funny. take a moment to appreciate how much Seawattle looks like a uh, Mario a villain like yes. a like a mob you'd see in a super mario 64 yes, level it, does. it definitely looks a very very much like a wiggler yes that's the caterpillar thing right yes yeah. yep just like that next up is swadloon swadloon is a round yellow pokemon inside of a cloak of leaves it drapes the leaves over itself and draws them closed around its body so only a large crescent slit remains for its face to appear this leafy cloak keeps the pokemon warm under its cloak are darker green limp limb limp leaves which frame the sides of swadloon's face and trail down on the side of its body the peak of the cloak has two semicircle leaves that form a v-shape on its back are the veins of the leaf as well as a bit at the bottom tip of the cloak resembling a rounded tail swadloon lives on the forest floor and converts fallen leaves into nourishment which helps the surrounding plant life grow it was a composting pokemon yes I just I just want to comment that I have no idea what Swadloon actually looks like. Oh, really? I, I don't remember at all. Okay. So I want. So you <laughs> know gonna... when you're sick. You know when you're sick at home, and you know you're you're gonna go get some soup or whatever, but you're really cold and you're like shivering. So you take the comforter from your bed and you wrap it around yourself in such a way that not like a Jedi, but like you're just like clutching it so close because you can't imagine actually touching the air outside, right? Okay. And all yeah. that's exposed is your eyes and your nose as you go to the kitchen to get your candles. Yes. That's what Swadloon okay. looks like. See, now that's not what reading this gave me the impression of, and that makes me want to find someone who is, you know, a moderately talented artist or better and read them these descriptions having never seen a Pokemon before. Oh, yeah. That would That'd be, be, that be, would be content. Oh, I would watch that YouTube channel. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Lastly, we have Leaveny. Leaveny is a thin, yellow, bipedal, insectoid Pokemon. 
It has a broad split leaf around its large round head, and it has long antenna that end in semicircles. Its eyes are red with no apparent sclera. Its tiny thorax is dark green, and its long abdomen is yellow and covered in a green leaf. Its hands are long and leaf-like with a bite taken out of each. Its upper arms are also leaf-like, but with a vein of yellow at the top. Its thin legs are yellow with dark green, thick segments around its upper legs, making them appear armored. But they're not. Don't be fooled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bug. It's made of, it's, it's made of leaves. Paper. <laughs> Leaveny lives in forests. It is very parental and uses its cutters and a sticky silk it produces to create clothing made of leaves for small Pokemon, like Sawaddle. That's cute. It also warms its eggs with fermenting fallen leaves. So it's like learned everything from its previous forms to <laughs> and still does it. I love it. Uh, the stats, though. Max CP of 2580. Someone in Ultra League. Find a use. No, don't do that. Don't. Do that. No, no. Nope. Best moves have Razor Leaf or Bug Bite and Leaf Blade X Scissor. Don't. It's not really worth it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, but but can we take a moment to appreciate the fact that it actually has a pretty good move set, even yeah, though it's yeah. bad? <laughs> I mean, it sort of has a good move. Like Razor Leaf is good, but like in terms of PvP, it's no Razor Leaf spammer. But I mean, Razor Leaf and Leaf Blade though is a great grass combo. Yeah, but like you never get to the Leaf Blade. Nope, true that. Middling stats across the board of 205 attack, 165 defense, and 181 stamina make Levany nothing special. And that is the truth. I'm sorry. It's a shame. It's a shame, though. At least the attack breaks 200, but it is a second stage evolution, right? So the third form. It's kind of disappointing. It is, but it's a bug type. Uh, It's kind of what happens. In the main series game, it probably evolves at like level 21 into Levany. Yeah, it evolves at level 20 with high friendship. From oh, Swadloon oh, so into Levany. You're never going to get there. Got it. No, no. It doesn't matter how much you walk that gold bat. No. <laughs> it won't. It won't happen. Uh, where's the Where's the love for Levany? I know. I know you got it, Chris. Somewhere, right? I, do, I mean, I love the design of it. Obviously, it won't, have you looked up Swadloon now that you've had? I, a moment I did to take look, a look up Swadloon. Yes. Isn't Swadloon amazing? <laughs> it's 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 okay. Yes. It's uh, Swadloon, the the attitude Pokemon. You the know, attitude the, Pokemon. The, the leave me alone, the leave me alone Pokemon. I love the face. I love the drawn down grumpy. Eyes. Yeah, yeah, he's cute. He's cute. Yeah, I think every form is great. Okay. I like Swaddle. I like Swadloon. I even like Leaveny, even though it's kind of like a a departure from the other two. It's not grumpy or cute in a weird way. It's just like actually an elegant bug Pokemon. And I dig the design. The stats are just so bad. Yeah. I like Swadloon's design, actually, looking at it. so Yeah, yeah. it's great. looks great. I'll probably see one in, like, 30 years because they're never going to spawn again. Well, who knows? Now with the spawn point mix-up, maybe that's all you'll see. No. That's true. That's That's not how it works. But, you know, the possibility is out there. Well, sad to say, even my endless pit of love for bug Pokemon couldn't make Levany uh, relevant. But um, I'm hoping to find some relief and some happiness in the Pokepole. So last week's Pokepole was, how do you think Niantic should lever rarity in regards to Pokemon availability or limited availability moves? First one's from Carlo, and they said, I think their system with Mythicals is good as is and should be used as the frame moving forward. Go fast ticket holders community day players get a hold of the new mythical or community day move early and everybody who wasn't there gets access to it three-ish months later also tm should work like elite tms as a base as it stands it is not helpful to have a 14 dollars single-use band-aid that you can buy once per month 
on community day or earn one every three months or however long the PvP season lasts for free. I personally agree in that aspect that it kind of would be nice if the restricted moves was a time restricted thing, not just exclusively always restricted. Oh, I thought you were going to agree with the TM part because that, I, that you've been arguing agree. that point for a while. Yeah. There's no point in, in arguing that as everyone agrees. Even if it doesn't unlock legacy moves, they should still work like elite TMs and let you pick the move. I agree. I agree. That would be good. But anyway, that was an excellent response. This next one's from Seabay. This is not super thought out, but every three months or so, give us a choice of research task to pick from. We could complete three max in this time frame that would allow us to teach our Pokemon a certain move. The task we do would directly relate to the Pokemon that we want to change. Interesting. I like so that. like you could do like a quest or something yeah. in order to get that move. I like that. It gives the especially these limited like availability moves like that even more of a level of attraction right to them. Yeah. And I think just like I said, any way that you could potentially give community day or limited moves or Pokemon availability outside of December or the time it was released mm-hmm. is great. And I think that there should be more options besides Elite TM. Yep, 100%. Next one's from Alex. He said, I agree with the comment that Community Day moves should be available openly to everyone after a set period, or alternatively, during recurring events, like Go Rocket takeovers and being able to TM away frustration. Spawns, though, we got to have some rare stuff for the sake of motivation. That's where I agree completely, 100%. We have had regular Rocket takeovers for getting rid of frustration. It seems only fair to have more frequent return for community day stuff right and and to his last point right right into their last point uh the spawns though gotta have some rare stuff and for the sake of motivation i think at the end of our discussion last week we came to the conclusion it was more like rarity just at a base level should be things can be rare but opportunity needs to be even amongst players yeah without having to invest or something like that yeah you know it's like rare is fine because rare makes things exciting Rare is not fine when you don't feel like you actually have any control over getting it yourself. Right, 100%. The the dino situation, basically. Yes, sir. Couldn't agree more. And this next one's from Mitch. If there were one thing I could change, it would be mythicals from raids not being tradable, especially after the Ultra Unlock introducing two new shiny mythicals, Genesect and Deoxys. Anything that you can have multiple of should be tradable. It doesn't make sense to have untradable raid bosses to be a commodity. I agree. Um, I mean, I like that we can transfer them, but I also, I agree with you, Mitch, but on the other hand, I'm also kind of happy they stuck to their guns on it in a weird way. I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense to you, Kyle? I, I sort of understand what you mean. I agree with Mitch in some regard. I think that as long as their availability is restricted, while the access was in EX rates, for example, it's okay that they're not tradable. It makes sense. And Genesect was very clearly meant to be the next EX raid boss before everything happened. Yep. So it kind of makes sense why he's not. But it would be nice now that they can be shiny that you could trade it. Yeah, I just don't think that Niantic nor the Pokemon company wants Mythicals to be treated like a commodity like this. But I think that that argument gets you know thrown out the window when they're in five-star rates and you get multiples. Yes. Yeah. Lastly, we have one from Matters, and they said, For me, rarity means that the item, or in this case, a Pokemon, has a specific slash unique value. If you cannot trade an excess of Mons with said unique value to other less fortunate trainers, 
that its only value is to be sent back to our beleaguered professor. What a waste. Very relatable between our two responses here, though. <laughs> yes, they were right after each other in reference to each other, I believe. Yep. So, yes, that makes a lot of sense. Agreed. Like, it's pretty great to have a, a, you know, a somewhat unique, shiny, like, Genesect. But what about people who could never get it? There's no... Once Genesect's gone, you can't even trade for it, even if you had the resources to give to somebody to do. Right, right. That's so, true. But here's the question. Does that increase Genesex value or does it decrease it? Because it doesn't have any, it's a good question because it doesn't actually have any value because it can't go anywhere, unlike everything else. Yeah, no, it doesn't have any value. No, it, the only, the inherent value would just be to you. It's effectiveness as a unique Pokemon in game mechanics, right? So, you know, if Genesect was the number one bug type DPS, then it would have value for that. But because it's not really spoken about in that way, then it's just, it's basically a trophy. Yep. Yep. And that's true. So this week's question for the PokePole is, what do you do to keep yourself playing between events or updates? So this answer is very obvious for the two of us. Yes. We have, it's a little bit cheating. But for us. yeah, I just thought it'd be very interesting to hear what everybody else has to say, because before we had all this information about Megas in the September update, when we were staring down the barrel of this episode for a few days, we were kind of like, uh, no news again. Yeah. What are we going to do here? Right. And I mean, we're thankful for the opportunity to have lots of emails and we still have stuff to talk about and and we're in that spot but like if you're a news outlet like what are you doing right now you know what i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so thankfully there is stuff to do but i think it's still a relevant question because there are times when this game has a lull and you know we we talk about it's nice to have a break but what if you don't want to have a break and there's nothing really to focus on then then what do you do so, I mean, uh, Kyle, I think I can confidently say that you and I have the commonality of the goal setting and doing the show. Yep. But is there anything else besides that? I do. And it's it's kind of counter to the actual question itself is I don't make myself play if I don't want to. So that's a that's a big deal. A lot of people who get really into games as service, like a mobile game tends to be. Mm-hmm. And for those who don't know, a game as service is a term that the video game industry has started using because it's a game that constantly gets updates and constantly wants the players to revisit it. It's it's what Pokemon Go is. Right. So if I don't really feel like playing, I'm not I'm not going to play. I don't need to coerce or convince myself outside of the fact that, you know, we record the podcast. And so it's something I still like to do anyways. Yeah, definitely. Um, And I'm embarrassed to say that I have nothing original to say, but would like to just piggyback off of what Kyle just said, because that's actually kind of what I also do. Uh, I know we talked last week about being thankful for having a week that it kind of slowed down uh, because it's been kind of go, go, go for a while and on capital G, capital O. But it's it's been nice to take to take a breath. And I can't really remember the last time we had this much space. Well, we're about to hop into September and it's about to eat us alive. But the past week and a half and now it'll be two weeks in completion has been kind of nice. But I will say that when I do go out to do other things, I do use like my accessory, like my ball plus and stuff like that in order to play on on down the wall. I'm still going out and about. But it's not my point of focus. And I do that because I don't want to get burnt out, not because I don't want to. Even if I do feel like going out and playing a lot, if I know that there's going to be a big event later on, like I don't want to burn myself out earlier in the week and not be as excited about the event that's on a weekend, even Mm -hmm. in the microcosm of like a few days of making a decision of when to play, where to play, how to play. Mm -hmm. 
that's something I take into account as well. If you, a dear listener, have an answer to the question, what do you do to keep yourself playing between events or updates? Please go ahead and answer the question. We post it on social media, such as Facebook and slash or Twitter, or if you're a patron on our discord or you can leave us a voicemail at 262-586-7717 or you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com and speaking of emails kyle emails kyle is emails 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 kyle (laughs) (laughs) we have a voicemail we're gonna stop with the voicemail okay all right cool hey it's mitch or Hooks Gravy, as I'm known as on your Discord. I'm calling in this week. This is my voice. This is what I sound like. So this week in Pokemon Go, I did pretty well in uh, Unova Week. I got a shiny Lillipop and a shiny Alolan Sandshrew. So that was pretty cool. Those are. <laughs> it was funny with the Lillipop because I traded for one so I could have the full set. And then as soon as I got home that night, I got a shiny from the wild. So. That's how it works. This game is just cruel sometimes. Also, about last week, I want to qualify that I was on my way home before I got the star you. So half of the, I only got three on my trip. I like, I swear, I took a break from the game. <laughs> I'm not in too too deep. So anyway, uh, let's see. For my goals from last week, I had shiny rock and roll. I did not get that. Um, still working on my best buddy. Uh, Rayquaza and uh, Kyogre is about 60 rare candies away from maxing out so that's pretty cool Uh, for this week uh, Heatran is back that's who's excited for Heatran Uh, I love Heatran so uh, I'll make a goal (laughs) to get a shiny I feel like that's pretty realistic I will still work on the best buddy stuff and I'm looking at my storage now, and I'm I'm realizing that it's over 2,000. So my goal will be to transfer 153 Pokemon Ooh. to get it to 2,000, just for my my stupid brain this week. So thanks for letting me call in here, guys. Shiny vibes all. Thanks, Mitch. Right, for those that m- might not get the context, Mitch was the one who who emailed in last week and talked about how he got like you know 5,800,000 shinies while he was on a camping trip. After previously complaining, he wouldn't be able to take part in any of the Ultra Unlocked stuff. Yeah. One of the most successful people in our community <laughs> for the events. He's like, oh, man, I'm going to be gone for the whole thing. Comes back with armloads of trophies. But yep. Yep, it exactly. is also the reason the last episode was called Productive Camping. So thank you, Mitch. <laughs> we appreciate you being the muse for the title and otherwise. And thank you for sending your goals and stuff and clearing that up for us. But on to the emails. The first email is from Boston, the person, not the place. I feel like I have to say that every time now because you made the joke and it was it got me. It got me in a way. (laughs) Yeah. Howdy, Kyle and Chris. I felt bad for him not getting said first like ever. Well, that's not true. Now we have a a theme. Now we have a trend going where people are just like one of these days, Kyle, you should like we should do the welcome to the show and you should just open it. <laughs> just throw people for a loop that'd be people amazing least expecting it yeah anyway i have gotten my mom to start playing pogo and she loves it she has yeah. reached level 29 in two weeks that's incredible yes. man that's awesome i have to report that i have gotten my first lucky friend being at level 37 and i traded a shiny requaza for shiny requaza and mine came out a shundo Ooh. Yeah, it's awesome. I was so happy, but not to be outdone. I got a 98 IV shiny Genesect on my first raid. Whoa, okay. Nice. Oh my gosh. So happy that I've been grinding. Also, a random shiny Sudowoodo that I'm saving for when I meet Mystic 7 eventually. He's, he's. I hope he's got a lot of them. If he's if he's collecting them from people, that'd be awesome. 
<laughs> I've started streaming. It's been super fun. Just barely getting off the ground with two followers and one shiny on stream. Thanks for the fun episodes every week. Uh, and then there is, he puts the name of his Twitch account. It, it's Bass Master Boss. And we'll put a link to his Twitch channel in the show notes uh, since he wrote in about it. But thank you, Boston. Appreciate you writing in. And what an incredible haul from this past week. And I'm also very jealous you got your mom to play. That's incredible. I'm super jealous that I tried to get my dad to play for a while now. And he's and like, he could he could use the excuse to get out too, and he's like, nah. Yeah, no, just not interested. You know, <laughs> he's, no, he's worried. He's worried that he's gonna get too into it. Too interested. A, a, oh, a, a, it, as has happened every time he has picked up an interest that him and I will share. Sure, sure. So. Well, he'd have a lot of, of work cut out for him in order to catch up to you where you are now, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. But thank you for the email, Boston. Appreciate it. Next email is from Jose, and he said. I listened to your podcast number 107 and I heard the plug for your Twitch. I always avoid it because I didn't want to ruin the image I constructed of what I imagined you guys would look like. And boy, did I. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. Originally, I had an image of one of you being like an older brother like persona who still managed to be single forever with a clean shave and late 20s who rocks a Clark Kent hairstyle. <laughs> That's Chris. That's I want to be that. I want to be that. The other in early 20s, the spirit of a 15-year-old and a patchy and scruffy beard that looks like long peach fuzz and the hairstyle of Brad Pitt's long hair. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> let me know That's if I'm what correct. what they look like. <laughs> I'll let you two decide who I thought was who. Oh, well, see, there you go. I hope I'm right. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. I am severely confused, even though I never even knew what you guys looked like. Hope you guys find this email is funny and know that I wrote with much love to your product and what you do to keep my Pokemon Go spirit alive. I appreciate that. Yes. And also it's 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 funny. That's funny to hear because I know there are other people like that because I'm like that when I only hear someone's voice from a podcast or something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Especially if you've like listened to a podcast for several years without seeing them. Like it's so concrete in your head. You're just like you're shook, you know? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're just yeah. like, I know exactly what you guys look like. Yes. This is not it. <laughs> Jose also said, P.S. I'm the guy who emailed you sup, LOL. Yes, you did. And thank you for emailing that. Sent another one that said hi last week and I completely missed it. But <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jose, for both of those emails and this one as well. The next one's from a longtime listener and friend of the show, Pidgey Grabba. Hello, Chris and Kyle. It's me, the Pidgey Grabba. I finally got my 10th best buddy. Current best buddies include my first shiny Pidgey, 90% Dialga, 90% Groudon. It's missing Fire Punch. Oh, man. 93% Kyogre, 96% Melmetal, 93% Clefable for Ultra League, 96% Reshiram, 96% Rhyperior, and a 98% Mewtwo shiny with Side Strike, and finally, a 100% perfect Machamp. Since writing in, I got three Gibble I want to get best buddies with, as well as well as trying to figure out who I am prioritizing for Megas. The photo not counting as progress is taking some of my motivation down for sure. He's referring to a an error currently right now where the take a shop shot with your buddy isn't working. You're not getting the hearts right now. It's a bummer for me and my shiny genus. I have to tell you what. He continues, typically I have one top priority and some second level. At the end of the day, swapping for four quick hearts, feeding, playing, battle, and photo. The fact that I only get 75% of the hearts I used to feels bad. I'm also usually light on berries, so I want to be smart about my time and resources in the game. Best Buddies feature has been a fun addition to my gameplay and something I can control progress on, as opposed to shiny luck or GBL results sometimes. Oh, 
I like that perspective. 14 out of 10 would recommend. That being said, I do not participate with way spots, mostly because my local community already has it on lockdown and can get spots identified and approved quickly and efficiently. Good luck, Pizzugrappa. Oh my. Let me just say first, 10 best buddies. That's pretty crazy. Also, I'm just going to politely disagree that best buddies are a fun addition to the gameplay. <laughs> well, not for you. I, but, I know. I know. That's why, that's why it's politely disagreeing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This, I, I'm glad people like it, but oh my God. I tried. <laughs> I tried to, to work on Dialga, and I'm just like, you know what? It's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. I will say that I mentioned working on my shiny Genesect, and I really have been trying, but I will also agree with Pitchy Grabba that the photo not counting has really just like taken me out of that mindset completely. And it's like, no, thanks. I just don't want to spend the time now. But anyway, thank you for the email. Really appreciate it, Pitchy Grabba. Next email is from Nate. And they said, hi, guys. Love the show. Love listening to you both when out grinding. So I just wanted to share an experience I had regarding shiny shadow Lapras. I love doing the grunt battles. Have clocked in 1,769 to date. Holy oh, my Lord. Cow. And last Monday, the 17th, I woke up and had my first rocket balloon battle, which was Ciara, beat her, and had my first shiny shadow Lapras encounter. But I love to screen record the sparkles. Always have. And out of habit, I screenshot it and then exit the encounter before catching. And to my horror, the balloon and my shiny shadow blew away. <gasps> ah! No! no! Oh my god. <laughs> I, I knew where the sentence was going as I was reading it, and my heart was just like clutched in my chest. I'm That's so, awful. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to continue reading, but oh my god. <laughs> my mouth probably looked like a magic harps, as in horror it had gone. I was in shock and in desperation contacted Niantic to see if there was any chance of the encounter happening again, to which they responded with a generic raid response and granted me a raid pass. So to my chagrin, I had to just restart the journey, bitter at losing the encounter. In the last seven days, I encountered five more non-shiny Shadow Lapras and had capped a miserable period with not getting Staryu or Roggenrola or Dweeble Shiny. And while I was getting into work this Monday, I got my sixth, lo and behold, another shiny, which I instantly caught. Wow. Oh, that's a journey. Boy. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's a journey. <laughs> And also, that's incredibly lucky. Oh, my God. Lesson learned. Don't exit the screen. Just catch the shiny. I'm so lucky to have encountered another one at all, let alone so quick after the one that got away last week. Keep up the fantastic output, guys. It's much appreciated by all us trainers. Wow. I just. <laughs> Nate, I'm sorry. I'm I can't sorry. even do that on a community day. So, oh my yep. God. I've done it once and I started sweating instantly and I've never done it again. No, thanks. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, no, no. man. That's that's a story, though. Oh, my gosh. You're going to be telling that to people for years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a unique story, Nate. You've you've kind of gone through the highs and the lows that Pokemon Go has to offer in a, the time capsule of a week. <laughs> that's nuts. Oh, I'm sorry. But anyway, thank you for the email. This, this last one's from Colin. Hey, Kyle and Chris. Love your podcast. I've been listening to you guys on my long road trips for work. Can you please give some information on what it's like being level 40? I'm approaching level 38 and wonder if it's and wonder what it's like requesting new Pokestops. Any information is appreciated. Thanks again and catch them all. Colin. Colin, I'm sad to say that level 40 is no better than level 38. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's functionally the same. You can power up your Pokemon to maximum level starting at level 38 and level 40 does not give you any additional power ups. That being said, for bragging rights, level 40 is amazing. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, 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 a, it's a big it's a big accomplishment. Yes. And so. as far as Pokestop submissions are concerned, Kyle and I are actually, as funny as it is to say, we're the wrong people to ask this question to. Between the two of us, we have 99% of this game covered in some way. I have my toe in PvP, and Kyle actually understands how things work. And that's how we get along. And <laughs> the, so the Pokestop submissions and even Wayfair reviews, it's just not something that Kyle and I have put a lot of time into. We're now familiar with how the Wayfair review system works. But I, I have not submitted a Pokestop personally yet. Kyle, have you? I have not. Although, while you were reading this email, I went through to the settings and went through all the steps to make a Pokestop just using photos from where I am at home just to see what it asks. So, yes, if you, if you want to hear about that, I can tell you that. It's basically the same thing as doing a Wayfair report from what you've seen, Chris. So, okay. You, you're going to get a certain amount of stops. I think it's seven submissions every two weeks. I don't I don't know that number. Off the Something like head. that. And when you do it, it will take your current GPS location or you can set a new location for where the stop is. And then it's going to ask you to take a picture of the location to use for the photo disc. And then it's going to ask you to take a picture of the surrounding area so that people reviewing it on Wayfair can have a better idea if it's appropriate, if there's a path leading up to it, if there's traffic, that kind of stuff. And then it's going to ask you to name it and then write maybe a bit of historical information that would be relevant to the stop, why it's worthy of being a stop. And if you don't know all of the criteria, you can find that all on the 99 Wayfair website. You can. And I was about to say to to that degree before the show started and when I put that email in there, I also pulled up the the guide, the niantic.helpshift.com article they have written up for this and it's incredibly detailed has pictures it's a step-by-step process it explains at the very top what is and isn't eligible for pokestop nominations and we're going to go ahead and put that link in the show notes is what we're going to do so that you can learn from the source to help supplement what kyle has already already expressed but colin thank you very much for your email and good luck getting to 38 it sounds like you're almost there and then well it's it is a just around the corner it is the home stretch but it is i will admit a rather long home stretch to 39 and 40 but it is worth it keep it up colin you, you won't regret it <laughs> that being said it is the end of the show and if you dear listener would like to send an email like these fine folks did you can do so by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com leaving us a voicemail you could also do that 262-586-7717. Thanks again for Mitch sending in a voicemail this week. Visit our website for any details you might have missed or other podcast episodes at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, our most active social media platform, at gocastpodcast. You could also like us on Facebook if you'd like. We have a Facebook page, The Gocast Podcast. If you'd like to help support the show monetarily and gain access to the patron-exclusive Discord, you can do so through Patreon, becoming a patron there. Visit p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash go cast podcast and the minimum level is one dollar a month and that gets a patron access to the discord so that's awesome that's awesome 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 stuff we also do streams on twitch and this is like my new favorite thing to think about do and plan for besides these shows like kyle and i have just been loving our time on twitch kyle and i do a show together on thursday nights 7 30 p.m central time 
where we do a playthrough of some of the main series games. We did red version previously, and now we're currently working through crystal version. And boy, oh boy, is it a handful. <laughs> Bug uh, contest much? My heart was broken. <laughs> that's okay. Know. We get another chance this week. We got a pincer out of it. That was nice. Yeah, that was nice. But anyway, we're doing that. But then on Monday nights as well, I'm doing something called Monday Mashups. We're going to have our fifth episode this upcoming Monday. It's where we have 10 Pokemon submissions that patrons have listed. We spin an actual wheel on screen and then we whatever the wheel lands on, we combine those two Pokemon by hand. I do it by hand live on the stream every Monday at 730 p.m. Central Time. Come on by for that. It's a lot of fun. Okay, before we get out of here, Kyle, we just have to set some goals, and that's it. We're almost there. What are you doing this week? So, I have two goals in mind. Okay. And it's only two because one of them's going to blow your mind. Okay. So, one is 200,000 Stardust because I need to keep getting Stardust. And the other is complete looming in the shadows no. research. <laughs> Someone out there, someone out there who knows better than me. When did that come out? I don't know. <laughs> of the spectrum of, of, Last of things, April. I expected you to say that wasn't even on it, dude. Like <laughs> I told you, you didn't believe me. No, I wasn't. I didn't believe you. I was like, no, it's going to be something I, I could think of. I would never have thought of that. Okay. I'm sorry. Keep going. No, that's it. I'm going to try oh. and complete it. I'm going to, I need one more shadow for the second step. And then I got to get all the way through to fight Giovanni. Okay, Lumen in the Shadows. Okay, my goal this week is to max Illumise and simply stay above 1 million Stardust because that investment's going to be probably 260K and mm -hmm. I'm at 1.05 mil. Uh, so I want to stay there. So that'll be, it's basically like a fancy way of saying 200,000 Stardust. <laughs> but that's what I'm looking to do. I'm just going to have two this week as well. I think I'm going to take the advice of what we were talking about earlier on, on the show. And while they have a chance to breathe right before September really ramps up and is in our face, I'm going to take the time to appreciate a little bit of breathing room. How about that? That sounds good. All right. Okay. And that's it. We're at the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening all the way through, dear listener. And Kyle and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.